welcome to this week's Yep Yeah Yes with Tamika and Marissa. This week we're going to talk about complacency in culture. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. How's your cough? I have the worst cough <laughs> ever. I'm actually waiting for my inhaler. Mm-hmm. My prescription. <coughs> it doesn't help that I'm having a little, what is it, Cabernet Sauvignon? <laughs> yes, we're having a little cab. Um, we're socially distanced somewhat. Somewhat, yes, yes. As of right now, we're a little bit close, but we are still social distancing. Um, but we're in phase four, so we just needed to get together. Um, but listen, I want to talk about the Hispanic community as a whole, right? And how there's complacency in culture. So you have such a big dynamic and it's so layered because you have white identifying, black identifying, everything in the middle identifying, still Hispanic and Latino, but it's where they fall. So I said this before how um, Hispanic and Latino um, people, um, I think it's human nature when you identify better than Meaning, like, if you see a struggle and you don't identify with that struggle, that means you're better than, right? So you're white identifying Hispanic and Latino community because they're not identifying as black. They don't have a black struggle. Um, it's almost like they look at it as better than. Um, those who identify as black, it's almost like a conundrum of where they're going with that struggle. Okay. But I want to get your take on it because you're a black American, you have a half Puerto Rican brother, you're a BFF or self-proclaimed BFF is Puerto Rican. Oh yeah, you're self-proclaimed, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, keep going. Um, <laughs> so but I think you've seen a struggle in a few different ways. So I'm, I'm not going to say what your brother identifies as, but I just, I, I don't feel like I fall into any category besides just Hispanic. Um, I will say this mm-hmm. thing, what I've noticed, um, and this applies to you yep. and applies to my brother, the two most significant Puerto Ricans in my life. Right. Um, ever since so the social justice has hit the scene, right. y'all are more pro-black than I've ever seen you. Like my brother is now, he's like blacky, black, black, black. <laughs> He ain't never been black. He never. <laughs> black, 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 black. Okay. You all about Black Lives Matter. Uh-huh. I have never known you to be anything like that. You know what I mean? So okay, I think yeah. social social justice and George Floyd, uh, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, like all of this stuff, like we've seen, we've seen the Philando Castile. We've seen all this stuff. And so it's just when you, you mentioned you don't know how he identifies, that's how I'm noticing now that he's all about, he's black. When before, he was just like, I'm Puerto Rican and black. Okay. The motherland is Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. Like, Africa was never the motherland. Yeah, I always called the motherland Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's funny, it's funny because it's like, um, so I, I am consistently riddled with guilt, right? Like, my IVF success, I'm riddled with guilt. Because I'm white passing Hispanic, I know that there's a certain privilege that comes with that. Um, I don't like it. I don't appreciate when people throw in my face, like, oh, but she's passing. I don't appreciate it. 
because I feel like I, there is a certain struggle that I do go through. Um, but to say it's the same as, 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 a you know, George Floyd, it ain't the same. We ain't going through the same shit. You right. know what I mean? Um, there, even there's... I can say that. Yeah. I'm struggling the same as Floyd's. Right. So or was as Floyd's was. People want to be in it. Y'all can't see him. He's off camera, but he's. So anyway, this is this is part of what happens when you decide to record at your self-proclaimed BFF's house for self-proclamation. So like I was saying, so the Hispanic culture complacency. So there is, I, I, I'm going to steal something from the black community. So um, the paperback <coughs> syndrome, mm -hmm. right? So Hispanics, they have this thing called como salio. How did she come out? How did they come out? How did it come out? How, talk about a baby. So when a baby comes out a little bit fairer, oh, salio bien, came out good. A little darker, all right, well, we'll see what we can do. If your baby got light eyes, girl, it's popping. It is popping. So I wouldn't say a paper bag exactly, but there's like an como salio. How did they come out? So I would say it's very classist, but there's also complacency within the culture. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give an example. So I grew up in Riverdale in the Bronx. Um, it, I wasn't going to say my formative years, kindergarten first and one month of third grade, was very diverse. I wasn't really um, exposed to um, racial epithets, um, um, racism. I wasn't. I was very young. I moved to Puerto Rico. Everybody's Puerto Rican, but now it's classist. I've always said this. Puerto Rico is very classist. What school do you go to? What do your parents do? What neighborhood do you live in? Things like that. I came to Long Island for high school. Uh... <coughs> oh man, that was rough. So I got here in eighth grade. So I guess that would be junior high school out here. Um, and I went to a public school in in Central Islip in CI, Long Island, in Long Island, uh, Reed Junior High School. Um, and it was such an adjustment because it was a minority community, but it was like, oh, you're from Puerto Rico, blah 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 blah. Oh, you're from the Bronx, blah 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 blah. Um, but it's like, but we ain't the same though. So I didn't fit in with the, the black kids didn't fit in with the Puerto Rican kids didn't fit in with like the small white kids. It was, it was, is a weird mix, but then you find your, your group and you go with that. Then I went to private school here and that was the most disgusting experience. And I can't, I have a hard time talking about it. Um, because it, it was just, I'm not going to say it was a dark time in my life. I was just very exposed to things that, that made me realize um, the disparity of, okay, you're white and you live like this, but you've got this, like, you feel like you have access to a cachet that you don't deserve. Like, I don't understand how you feel so entitled to something and you didn't work for it, your parents didn't work for it, but because they're black and like, their homegirl's mom's a doctor, you're like, oh, well, she must have gotten something. She got to school because she just, she, right. You know, she benefited. The only reason that she, her mom's a doctor is because she benefited from um, affirmative action and they needed to fill a quota. Wow. So you're taking away somebody's hard work. You can't, you can't, 
you can't allow, give allowances to hard work because they're black or Hispanic. But then I'm going to say the complacency of culture within my own community is like, <clears throat> I was having a conversation with Lieutenant Colonel Awesome, retired Lieutenant Colonel Awesome, and we were talking about education. And he made a, such a significant point, and it stood with me. He was saying the complacency within cultures, meaning within our, it'd be your own people, right? Within our own people. Let's say we have, uh, you know, everybody gets a test. And within our little subgroup, um, everybody gets a D. Oh, well, it's all right, because homegirl got a D too. And he's saying there's complacency within the culture where somebody else might say, oh, wow, it's a, it's a self-proclaimed, um, I got a D, but I don't want a D. I want to do better. Translate that to just your whole life, the complacency within culture. When we get put on, when we, when we do something great, what do we do? We hoard information and we move out of our neighborhood. We don't share how to be successful unless we're charging you for it. <coughs> we don't share about our, our, our new Anglo white identifying neighborhood because I worked for it and you didn't. Well, why don't we stay in our neighborhoods? Why don't we make our neighborhoods better? Why don't we share in these things? The funny thing is, is that my experience um, with, with Puerto Rican, so my stepmother is Puerto Rican, but she identifies as black. Right, yeah. And it's funny enough, I had this conversation with my dad about her. I was like, I don't understand why she keeps calling herself black. She's Puerto Rican. Like, he's like, yeah, but her struggle is just as, her struggle is just as uh, relevant as black people, where she grew up, was also economically depressed, and she was given the same pushback as so many black people. So she just, and, and she's darker. So when you're, it's, it's like you're identified with what you, with the people that you see are being oppressed. So if you see yourself in them, then you're more inclined to say, I am them. Even though you know that my ethnicity is black. I mean, ethnicity is Puerto Rican. My race. My race is black. Okay. I said, oh, okay. So I was like. But mind you, this is somebody who's like lighter than me. She's not lighter than you. Yes, she is. No, she is not. She's lighter. She's not lighter than you. Okay. She's not lighter than you. Anyway, I mean, we can have this discussion all day. I mean, I ain't going to. She ain't coming on the show. But she ain't lighter than you. But she is. She's light. She's very light. Y'all are comparatively light. Mm -hmm. compared to each other. Anyway, now you made me lose my train of thought. I hate when I do that. That happens to me all the time. I'll be, I'll be in the middle of talking and making a point, and, I'm, and I'll say to myself, ooh, bitch, you pop it. And then I'm like, oh my God, I, what I remember, I remember. So you were talking about, so they move out. Right, right. There are also segments of the Latino, Hispanic population that's like, I ain't leaving. Yeah. And that's her mother and her mother's mm -hmm. friends. Right. My stepmother and my dad, they moved to Long Island, got a beautiful home out here, nice property, whatever. And they were like, we got a home, we got to play a room for you, mom. Come live with us. She's like, I'm not leaving my projects, mm -hmm. my, my home. I'm not leaving. Right. Even during this quarantine, she's like, no, I'm staying inside. So there's a segment. It, it depends on what, like you were saying in Puerto Rico, it's about class. Mm -hmm. And I believe that when you come to, to this side of America, 
because um, that's the only thing I can speak of, right? Is that there's a level of like the, the class of people will determine the life that you live and whether you want to stay in that life or move out of that life. Yeah. You will see quote unquote white people and be like, that's who I want to be like, mm-hmm. or you or you're not. You just, like I, I, I was watching, um, I, I watched the Fat Joe show and he was talking about his parents. He's like, he'd been trying to move his mom and dad out and they were like, mm, these are people. So there, there are segments, and I, I don't think you can just classify that as one race, but because we're speaking about Latinos in the Latino culture today, I think it's important to point out that there are segments mm-hmm. of no, you're, this you're right. vast Latino right. culture, which encompasses, unfairly or unfairly, it encompasses many different um, countries, yes. different yeah. like Yeah. So it's, it's kind of unfair to pigeonhole, you know, Latinos is one thing, mm-hmm. but even though I put up two fingers, one thing. Um, but I think it's also important to point out that <clears throat> how, like you said, with the class thing, it's when it when it comes to this mainland, mm-hmm. it rears itself in a different way. That's also culminates with the hue of your skin. I believe. Yeah, there's there's this new like um, I for lack of a better word it, um again like a like a, a racist undertone when it comes i'll say like in the caribbean culture so you have um dominican <coughs> republic cuba puerto rico i don't have the COVID. No. she's okay with me coughing no she's just got allergies she needs she needs her pump anyway so there's this whole thing where um so when it comes to the sphere of influence, so you have the United States, you have Central and, and, and South America, parts of South America, the northern part of South America, Central America and the Caribbean. Um, there is a little bit of opportunity when it comes to coming to the United States. So I'm not going to say there's not opportunity in Mexico and, and Costa Rica and Peru and all that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying there is a, an amount of opportunity here. Right, that's why people come here. That's why we have immigration, things like that. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is there is a, a look down upon to Puerto Ricans because they're natural-born citizens. There's a look down upon because um, I'll say a lot of Dominicans feel this way and a lot of um, Central Americans feel this way. Wow, these Puerto Ricans are so effing lazy. They're born citizens, but then they don't want to work for anything else. Oh, I've never heard that before. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh, yeah. But when you're so upset with your own culture, ain't nobody got time. But you would never be privy to that information. That's what I'm saying. I only can know it. that from my best friend, my, 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 not even my brother, my, my stepmother. Mm-hmm. And that's not something that you ever discuss with me. Well, no, because it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, it's, 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 there's so many layers to the Hispanic community that it's so hard to talk about. Um, so, like, there's this look down upon. I'll give a prime example. My grandfather-in-law is from, um, well, he grew up in Argentina. He's not from Argentina, but he grew up in Argentina. And um, they, he always says to me, wow, Puerto Ricans, they, they're born with that paper, <coughs> meaning citizenship. You're born with the paper, and you don't want to work for anything else. But you have your coupons, meaning government assistance. You guys got your coupons. You guys just don't work. 
And it's like I have never heard this before. Really? Yes. And it doesn't sound right. It's but just, then but then there's there's this thing about Puerto Ricans were like, well, we're <coughs> better than Dominicans, we're better than Cubans, we're better because number one, we are citizens. You all are trying to come here. We're already here. Just like like crabs in a barrel. That's exact that's exactly what it is. And this is exactly what I'm saying. Not to say Hispanics are crabs. No. I'm not trying to be No, but it's a perfect analogy because this is the point that I'm trying to make. There's complacency within the culture. So here's the thing. Once you know something, share your knowledge, right? Don't make it like I'm better than these Dominicans that move next door because, number one, I know how to get a tax break on my property. They are going to have to figure it the fuck out. I know how to um, file for certain scholarships. Hell and tap. They just got here. They don't know about that shit. <clears throat> have you experienced this in your own personal life with your own family? Uh, what? People not wanting to share information. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I have I have a little pocket of my family that are completely white identifying. Okay. Every explain spouse, what that is. Um, they are not Hispanic or Latino by origin. They um their spouses are not Hispanic or Latino by origin. They are um you. It's just a byproduct that you have. Wait, what to does know. that mean? They're not Hispanic or. So the 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 family the pocket that I'm talking about they're all Puerto Rican right. So um, why do you say they're not Hispanic? The spouses. Oh, okay. Their spouses. Okay. And and part of like when 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 I was younger, and they talk about like so what are you looking for in, in a spouse? Because I'll tell you what I'm looking for. They can't be this. They definitely can't be Puerto Rican. They can't be nothing Hispanic. And they got to be X, Y, and Z because oh, because when you marry white, especially if you have a white husband, remember your mother-in-law. She only visits for two hours and leaves. She doesn't bother you. Remember, they show me what? Visit you for two hours and leaves. Which is actually, though, I don't mean to sound racist, but it's kind of true. But, but this is what is like passed down? This is exactly the conversations. Remember, you don't want Puerto Rican because they're all going to cheat on you. You don't want Puerto Rican because um, the mother, you don't want to overbear your mother-in-law. I got so many questions. Go for it. Okay, so how much of this, okay, first of all, let me, let me start going back before I get into these questions. Yes, yes, yes. One thing I'll point out is that from as long as I've known you, you've been obsessed with light eyes. Yes. To the point that it's made me uncomfortable. Yeah. I've never said that to you. But I don't know if that happens to be like a cultural whitewashing or because my mother did have light eyes. So I don't know. But if it could be both. But it's also something very, so I, I haven't had very, very, very dark brown eyes. And most people in Puerto Rico have dark hair, dark eyes. So it's the anomaly. It's, I know, it's but, the you, but, but you, it's like an obsession with you. I know, I know. Like to the point where it's like, like sometimes I would think that you might, like if you went on a date, like how was, like my grandmother used to be like, I'd be like, how was church? She'd be telling me what people in church were wearing. Yeah, yeah but what was the sermon about? Yeah. So when you go on a date, you're like, he had green eyes. Like, yeah, but That's how did he treat you? Oh, he's cool. He's all right. He's fine. Yeah. He has such great eyes though. But anyway, it, it, yeah. I always thought, looked at that and was like, okay. like I like who doesn't like different eyes? Yeah, <coughs> eyes that are unusual, hazel, yeah. whatever the case may be. But it's not something that I. It's not like a trait mm -hmm. for me. Yeah, uh, but there are people that do. But the questions I ask are, are so knowing this about certain certain pockets of your family mm -hmm. was it something that you felt that was tr that trickled down into your decision making? Speaking now as an adult that's 40 years old that has, you know, two, two fucking degrees, absolutely yes. 
And how did that manifest itself that you can recall and think on? Just the constant, well, look, remember, look, look, look at that one. And you, they always point out to like what they view as negative. Look at, look at that girl. Look at her. Look at her husband left. And what is he? Puerto Rican. See, he don't bring home his check and make sure that everybody's okay. He's Puerto Rican. Look at this one that keeps cheating. Puerto Rican. Oh, look, look at the way they fight. Look at the way they fight. They put hands on each other. Puerto Rican. My white husband doesn't do that. So how do they feel about the Puerto Rican men in their family? I, uh, well. Because you have a lot of Puerto Rican men in your family. Well, here's the thing, though. Now, now. Like most families do. I mean, yeah. Not, well, but, and this, and this is, this is that thing where, where it gets dicey. So you have pockets that <coughs> only, like, is Hispanic or nothing. Hispanic or black, or don't effing talk to me. Right. So those are looked at like just a notch a little bit down. And those that, that had significant others that have, you know, white identifier Anglo, it's, oh, she'll be, oh, she'll be, she'll be married for a She'll be married for a Or he'll be married It's so, it's so. It's, and the thing is, I know my family's going to listen to this and not want to agree. If you don't but if you agree, sit in, the, in your own if, space, in your privacy, if you, your exactly, own, if your you, bathroom, on your toilet. If you don't agree, it's because your spouse is not Hispanic. Oh, sorry, if you don't agree, your spouse is Hispanic and you don't want to um, come to terms with what you've heard in our family. Wait, if you say if, 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 you, if you don't agree with what I'm saying right now, your spouse is Hispanic and you don't want to agree that this is the shit that you've heard. Well, why yeah. can't it be somebody that? Why can't it be that your spouse is, is white? If you're then, then you agree. Then what you're saying is what I'm telling what I'm telling oh, you right saying. now, okay. you're like, Yeah, that's that's kinda how that's kinda and, and it's and I'm gonna say saying. and I'm gonna say it started with the so I'm gonna say my grandmother was a very, very strong influence in the umbrella of my family. Mm -hmm. She married a Danish man. And she was looked at homegirl done did good. Not only should she have two babies with light hair, light eyes, and light skin. He's white. She did good. She'll be fine. It didn't matter that he would disappear. It didn't matter that he, he ended up dying when he was 41. Yes, um, he had a brain tumor. But it didn't matter that he wasn't always around. What mattered is that she had two light skinned babies with light eyes. And then that got drilled in. Yeah, but you know what? He never put his hands on her. All of her brothers. thinking of reasons. Yes, all of her brothers that had Puerto Rican wives, when I tell you that they would fist fight in family arguments, they would fist fight with each other, that is not okay. But why, the, the whole reason of like, they wouldn't call to action to the men in their family. It was like, it's because they married Puerto Rican. It had nothing to do with the person. It was because it of was the race. Exactly. Which is totally yep. not... It's crazy. Yeah. Not crazy, but and I've had I've had family members that have um, say to me, "You think you're better than me because you have a white husband." Yeah, and I'm like, well, first of all, you haven't had a conversation with nobody because he's also South American. But I know, I know. Why, why, why even? Why does it matter? I don't no, know. No, I'm not going to say that. But wait, people have said to me what. The, them saying this to me, or my my answer to them. Your answer to him is, well, you don't know him because he's South American. He's also South American, yeah. But 
I think I think it's because I don't want I don't want to feed into this family hierarchy of what they have. I don't want it. I don't. I have never it. heard you refer to homeboy as South American. Yeah, all the time. All the time. You don't. I've known you for twenty plus years. You have never. We make jokes about. You know what? Maybe to the outside world. Because I, I, you know what, I think I have a, um... The boy is not South American. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Let's be real, okay? You got a white mom. It's different. Um, but, no, the thing is, I don't I want... I can't, I, like, I just want to end the show right now. You can't. No, the thing is, here's the, here's the thing. It's like, when my family says these things to me, when these family members have said these things to me, when it comes to being a negative, I happen to really just really like him. Um... So when they say these things to me, I don't want to, I don't want that, I don't want to fall into this pigeonhole of like, we got her. We, we, we showed her what the right way was. So white is right. So in order to, okay, let me get this straight. Mm -hmm. So your way of, of telling them that they were wrong mm -hmm. is to proclaim that he's South American when in fact... What are you talking about? His dad was born in South America. But you just said that, didn't you say somebody was, was what family member did you say on your side was somewhere but they weren't from there? You could be born somewhere and not be from there. Oh, it was what it was. You just mentioned, like, no, not 15 my, minutes ago. Not my, not my family. It was family. Says to him, you, no, it was my grandfather. Right, right. My grandfather, okay, so his wife. No, no, no. You weren't talking about you weren't talking about your, your husband's family. You were talking about I, I think you were talking about your own family. There was somebody from shit. Anyway, but my thing is that you can be born somewhere and not be of that culture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean there's, there's people that are born we, we were in Ireland. We were Asian speaking Irish with Irish accent. Yeah. That, yeah. That was like, oh. well, My point is that you can be born somewhere and not be of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but now we're talking about stereotypes, though. I feel like we're getting into No, I'm not waters. talking about stereotypes. I'm not, I'm not even going there. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, we know through and through. Like, his people's, people's, people's from Argentina? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but on his maternal grandmother's side. Okay, so go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Be all that as it But is. you're using that to, to quell yeah. the noise from your other side mm -hmm. of the family by saying, see, we told you, mm -hmm. but you don't marry Hispanic. Right, you did good because you didn't marry Hispanic. But, like, but, oh, but he's, his dad is from South America. And they're like, oh, come on. That doesn't count? No. And then you have the people that, that say to me, oh, you Tell think them Guyana. See what they say. You then you have you have the the other people that say you think you're better than because you marry white identifying Anglo American white you marry a white guy and it's like no what are you talking about and then I'll be like no 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 all this family's from South America but it's one of those so are you are you caught in a conundrum there I am and still here at forty years old. And we're talking about, I'm still caught in the conundrum. That's what I'm trying to, I'm not trying to be a therapist or anything. I'm just trying to get to the root of this here. Because I'm trying to config, figure out. And this is like, what I'm where, saying. The Hispanic and Latino community is so layered. This is why we have um, 
<laughs> such, such a juxtaposition in, number one, how we identify, what causes we identify with, how we rally the troops, how we proclaim and self-identify. So why don't we speak to you, mm -hmm. as opposed to, because in another way of speaking, um, I really having this conversation with my mother today about um, an author who was <coughs> making generalizations about black people. And at the end of the day, I think that's part of the problem in our American society right. is that we tend to feel that one person speaks for an entire culture. I've said it, but I've said it a thousand times. So, but I how do you? Said it today. What I'm saying is, like, how do you right. identify? Do you identify as? I, what is this? I, I like the term you use. Self-identifying. What did you say? Anglo-American white identifying? Yes. Like, what do, you, what do you identify as? Hispanic. What are you? What are you? So, when you, when you, when people ask you what, what you are and you say, I'm an American, mm -hmm. why not just say, I'm Puerto Rican? Because I know what it, it is my assumption. I shouldn't say I know, it's my assumption that they need to put me in a box because I don't have but what's wrong with being in the box of Puerto Rican? Because I feel like they're trying to make it either a positive or negative. When that's on them, though. That's on them. But you know what? It's just one of those things that you carry for so long that you're constantly on guard. When you when you consistently hear, oh, wow, you don't look like a Puerto Rican. You don't act like a Puerto Rican. And that's where you can do the gotcha. So mm -hmm. what, is, what does that look like for you? And then now has flipped yeah. where they're and, but, and I do that. They're like, oh right. no, I've you know, and I'm like, oh like, I've done that a thousand times, but it's one of those things. And where, I like when you do that. Yeah. I and and speaking as your friend and someone who does the same thing as you, but my experience is a little different. Mm -hmm. But speaking as your friend when when you just say I'm American I just wish you would just say I'm Puerto Rican. Yeah. For me, but it's not yeah. about me. You yeah. know what I mean? Because I know on this side when people say, what are you? And they want to pigeonhole me into a hole because of my, my features. Right. And American is not enough, and that's all I got to offer. I think, it, I think it also depends, like, do I have time today? And is this conversation? You always got time to say I'm Puerto Rican. No, but the 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 argument, the, the like the back and forth, like, do I really have time today for this? Like, are we gonna go down this road? Right. Do I have to learn you today? Yeah. Or do you just stay quiet and then move on? It really does get so tiring. It gets, it gets, <clears throat> it gets, it almost like there's points in your life where it like it really nicks at your spirit almost, where you're like, I don't, I don't know. It's like. You really, you really grew up with that thinking. You really grew up with all of that, and you will put your shit on me. Now I gotta fucking learn your ass, or I gotta really have this conversation. I did. I didn't wake up today to go to fucking Target, Kmart, Walmart to like learn somebody on how to like what Hispanics really look like, what right. we really, what we sound like, how we pronounce certain words, what we dress like, what right. we look like. And then it's the whole, like, I know there's been times where, like, people who know my mother, who've met my mother, who've seen my mother, and they're like, 
wow, she's Puerto Rican. How did all that happen? Well, what about her last name? And it's like, you know, her, her dad's Danish. Oh, so you're part Danish. And it's like, oh, that's what it is. And it's, it's like, like now you feel better about But don't nobody identify with that. Nobody, Nobody's looking at that. I don't speak Danish. I don't know anything about the culture. But now going back to your to your core family member, mm -hmm. are there some of them that feel like, how do you know they don't say Danish all the time? They do. That's what I'm saying. Talking about but you're saying nobody saying. thinks about that. Only you don't think. You might not. But, but you yeah. do in a way because it has been brought up. Yeah. Yeah, and it's weird because there's, there's. I'm sure I, well, I can't speak for you, but there are. There's part of me, and I know I do this, and it's like, oh, like, like. So I have, I have long hair, mm -hmm. you know, and I always say the thickness of my hair is my mother, the texture of my hair is my dad, <coughs> and I get so many compliments when I wear my hair out or if it's curly. I just get a lot of compliments. Right. And then I find myself explaining why I have my hair. As if black people can't have long, thick hair. Isn't that crazy? And I'm not comparing that to being Danish, mm -hmm. but it's like, it's, it feels like always being put into the box of explanation. Yeah. And it's fucked up because I fall for it every time. But me too, though. I'm still doing it. And well, at the end so of the day, you, gotta, you, got the, you have the knowing is the first step in stopping. I think, you know what's so funny? I, th I think that I don't fall in it so much anymore, but it's one of those like, <coughs> people that know me know I'm Puerto Rican. And then when they see my offspring, they're like, oh, wow, is this one? This has to be your husband, right? No. She yeah. looks exactly like my mom. You say it before they even say it looks like your husband. Be I know, because I'm, I, it, I've it, got it so like, many times that I'm, I'm, I'm like at the ready. I'm like staticky about it. And I, I just don't. But, but the problem with that is that, you know, excuse me, I'm belching on camera. It's the vino. Um, the problem with that is that I wonder if it in turn causes her, your daughter, mm -hmm. to look, to, to listen to things that you don't think she's paying attention. Because she's very observant. And I so is she going to take that? And what's funny is that, so she doesn't really see Danish, she doesn't really know that she sees Puerto Rican. So when she identifies, she feels like she's the epitome, like homegirls looks like a tostone, you know what I mean? Like she's like, no, this is what Puerto Rican look like, this is what we look like. like she's so like, I look like, she takes such pride in looking like my right. mom. But it's also, I think because my mom's not around that, and I talk about her in such a loving way, it's like, she's Puerto Rican, I'm Puerto Rican, this is what we look like. I look like a tostone, I look like a bookie. It is what it is, like, give me right. my one star flag and you're welcome. Why are you laughing? <laughs> she don't do all that. Yeah, she, she, does, does, she don't be like, give me my one star flag. Well, her attitude says it, obviously. Your mother would be in love with this chick. She really would though. She really would, the whole thing, the whole package, <laughs> everything. Yeah, crazy. That would be too much for me though. Only thing when I think about your mother, I think about this this one picture she had of your nephew and her her daughter in law's her granddaughter in law. And I will never forget this girl's name. Ever. 
Step-granddaughter. Step-granddaughter. What yes. did I say? Daughter-in-law. Is she her daughter-in-law? Oh, it's her step-granddaughter. Her daughter-in-law's daughter. Whatever. You know what the fuck I mean. Anywho, I just know that I will never forget this little girl's name. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what, 19 now? Yeah, no, 18, 18. They're both 18, yeah. And I just... It's my nephew and my step-niece. <coughs> And they're and both the picture, same age, and they're, they're sitting, sitting on like this little like yeah 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 such a cute picture, and they're looking at each I, other. I can't believe like what happened. So, but I know how much she loved back then. Mm-hmm. Now, if, she, if your your kids forget about it. Yeah, I think her mainly. No, both of them, both all three of them. How, how, I don't know why I said both of them. No, I, well, I think, no, she would like the other two, but I think she'd be all about. No, because I feel like she would be all about one of them, mm-hmm. but the other one who I'm all about uh-huh. oh, is yeah. such a heartbreaker. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah, I know. Get everything you want. Everything. Anyway. I know. Terrible. It's almost like, you know what, I wouldn't be able, I, as an adult, wouldn't be able to like, bitch, you fucking left me for dead on the side of the LA and you liked them so goddamn much. You was capable of all of this. Couldn't give me a quarter of it. But, you know, I'm salty. Whatever. I'll get over it one of these days. Anywho. <laughs> I have a question for you. What? I, I want to um, transition a little bit to... Yep. That's, that's trending. trending. So, I want to talk about Boya. Uh, Robert Unani. Whenever I see his name, a side note, I think of Friends. Which Friends episode? Uh, Unagi. Remember? Yes. What was the episode with that? I just remember the Unagi. Anyway. Um, I feel like, right? Yeah. Anyway, so go ahead. So, um, okay. They're a Puerto Rican-owned brand. He immigrated from his, his, didn't his father or grandfather immigrate from Spain to Puerto Rico? Something like and that. And started. Okay, so the CEO of Goya Foods, Robert Unana, held a press conference, and he is part of the think tank. And this is where this came about. He is part of this think tank for the uh, Hispanic and Latino community, uh, not coalition, but enhancement and and um welfare <laughs> so he's part of this that he was asked to be part of the think tank so he's supposed to help the hispanic community so hold on a second so because i'm a libra and i don't know if this means anything and i want to see both sides because i genuinely like to walk away from goya is, is a hard thing to do so he feels like he, he got brought to the table to help the people and then he got on a podium to say, we're truly blessed to have a leader like uh, 45, who also happens to be a builder. And what he was saying with that is like, he's building relationships within the Hispanic community for um, progression and success. So what, so you said you see both sides. What are your two sides? I feel like, so Robert is coming from the from the point of view like he's actually brought me to the table. He invited me to a barbecue to listen. Like he's asking me to talk. Have we had that before? 
Every table ain't made ain't made for you to break bread on. Every table like the history has shown you that being invited to the table is not about your needs. Yeah. Why now? Why not back when fucking Puerto Rico was underwater? And right now there is over over two hundred thousand citizens on the island of Puerto Rico without proper running water and light. Why not? Why not? Why not? And that's as a result of what? Uh, infrastructure issues. That was also exasperated by what? Not proper funding because we don't have a vote. We don't have. No, I'm not we talking about. We're not. Here's the thing, though. <clears throat> you call this so okay. Now this is where I'm arguing with myself, and this is literally a, a snapshot into what happens in my brain and why I always get tongue-tied, and I can't be talking. So I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. But here's the thing, though. You're calling us to a table, but you're not really calling us to a table. We're like still at the kids' table at the cookout. It's a photo op. It's a photo. <sighs> you're not being called to the table. It's bullshit. We don't have. We're throwing paper towels at you. You don't get a napkin. You get a roll of fucking bounty. All right? Come take a picture with me. Next. Go ahead. Continue. Other side. Both sides of them. Both sides of them. Hi. Only thing I'm going to say is <coughs> I'm I don't even know if I'm conflicted because like at the end of the day, do I be out there buying Goya products like that? I do buy, so they got these, um, no, 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 in the, in the frozen food section, mm -hmm. they have, um, the empanadas. They do? The also. I can pass. Yeah. But there's Am I going away like, Anna, Anna Navarro, she's like, why would you throw away all your boy products? She's like, donate them to yeah. new things. If you feel that strongly about it, my thing is that it's it's very very difficult situation because Goya is I guess I don't know if they're I haven't done any research but I'm assuming they're the top Hispanic food brand. Well, especially <coughs> in the Northeast, right? You have you have Baha'i, right? And you have Behold, you have a few other. So, but here's the thing, and then now you're having, an, uh, in, in the Northeast, you have an upcropping of local, organic, whatever. Here's the thing about Goya. They've been around for a long time, and this is, this is where the argument is. And I, they do employ a lot of people. Do I hurt my people enough because this one dude got invited and got, you know, caught feelings while he was at the barbecue? Do I, do, but then again... That's Where does it end? Where is the line? This is, this is what I'm saying. Like, this is the argument that the other side always has. You're going to hurt people, honest, hardworking people. Well, you know what? Kind of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. And my we're thing, making way for other, other brands that really exactly. are here That's the, to call us, to not only bring us to the barbecue to make sure we're at the, we're not even at the adult table, we're at the barbecue pit. Yeah, you're not making fucking, sure what meat is getting on there. It's it's the same thing with the my pillow guy. Like, like what do you? So now, like, what am I supposed to throw away my pillow now? I have my pillow. Yeah. That I got for Christmas a couple years ago. Yeah. 
anyway, but my thing too is when I saw this whole story with Goya, I thought about what you actually brought up today with the white self-identifying. Mm -hmm. It's like all the signs are pointing to shit not being for you. Yeah. And yet, because you identify more yeah. on this side, yeah. you're willing to take the darts and arrows and see people falter yeah. because you have already picked a side. You've already picked a lane. Yeah. On a side note, how ironic that, right, ironic is it that Mexico is building a you won't let us come over there. I think it's hilarious. So. Good. <laughs> they said, Keep nah. building. Nah. Keep building. Good. Anyway. I think about, um, do you remember um, what year was it when we had the, our flood? Um, Petrino? Um, uh, 2005, I think it was. 2005. So Mexico came across the border with armed um, procession to deliver aid to us that was it was it was sad not only, it was sad but it was like damn but here's the thing though here's the thing though it was we like five hundred thousand dollars or something but but like homes mobile homes fully equipped crossed our border armed to get deliver aid to us we look down on this country so much we um who's the homegirl that used to be on um um the the, 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 the president trump you do that who's gonna clean your bathroom Hmm. Well, her mother's one to talk. What the hell is her name? Osborne. Kelly, Kelly. Osborne. Yes. Kelly Osborne. Who's gonna clean up? Who's gonna clean your bathroom? So here's the thing, though. So where? So ain't seen her since. You know what? Good. Fuck her. Um. So here's the thing. So we 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 look down at Mexico. They're good enough to clean our bathrooms. Do, uh, do you even have papers? this sort of attitude and they come here to help us what the fuck are you doing to your own goddamn people <coughs> i don't know i i just don't be complacent in your culture is what i'm saying this is my call to action to my hispanic and latino community so Identify where do you stand right now when it, when it comes to goya um i know you're conflicted but i i said this at the beginning of this entire I'm not I, I am conflicted, but I'm also not conflicted. Whatever products I have in my pantry are going to be used. I right. can't. I can't fathom waste. Here's the thing. I've said it before, and I'm sticking to it, and I have been sticking to it. My dollars will go to whom I feel has <coughs> helped uplift America, uplift communities that need it and deserve it. Um. Goya, I appreciate you. I appreciate everything you've done for me. All my tostones, all my relleno, all my arrocondandule, all my cookouts, I appreciate you, but you've made way for someone else to fill a void in the gap. <coughs> you picked the lane. And that's just it. My dollars will go where I feel it's going to help my community. It's funny, because offline I asked you, I, I don't know if I actually was just having a discussion and you were like, um, like it's not really gonna mean anything. And I, I would have agreed with you this time last year. Mm -hmm. But with all this social justice, Mopos mm -hmm. are apologizing that never would have. Yeah. They were about to change the name of the Washington Redskins. I the know. owner said, I will never, over my dead body, change the name. And they're like, okay, I guess 
Well, I guess you're frozen now, Mofo. Oh, Nike said, we out. FedEx, who owns the, the own part of the team, they own the field that they play in. The mayor of D.C. said, you will never play here with that name. I'm changing it. So when I say, Boya might not apologize today, I will I won't I won't be surprised if by the end of next week they issue a statement we believe all lives matter. We love Hispanic. Don't start with the all lives I'm matter. I'm sorry. I will mollywalk Robert. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Robert. And you know what the thing is, how do we go by Robert? Why is he not Roberto? Maybe his name's Robert. It's possible. Probably. He could Probably. have been whitewashed or yeah, what, what do you call it? Absolutely right. Anglified. That's not what you were calling it. Americanized? No. Anglo-identified? No! <laughs> White well, identified. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he might have been named Robert. You know what I mean? But his name is Roberto. Maybe. But but my thing is, though, is like, he... Now you got me all... Welcome to my... You, you know, it's you. You messed me up. Me. I do it to myself. I've got to do it to you. I, I have a They little... will apologize. They will apologize. That's what I was going to say. They will apologize in their own way. It may not be like, we're sorry for supporting yeah. president, but it can be like, we want everybody to know that we support Hispanics and we believe that, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be, they're gonna come out with something. So I have a tidbit, and this is supposedly on the New York Post on Twitter, um, but I didn't find it. This was a screenshot I, I went down this rabbit hole of like, because I got to see both sides of the argument. Mm -hmm. And I went down this rabbit hole. And Scrabble bans 236 bigoted words and slurs from official lists of Scrabble. Like, you know, when you play online. Mm -hmm. And one side said, let me guess, white, family, equality, logic, stability, male. Meaning the words that were... Now, I went on to the, um, it's at NY Post, and I looked for the screenshot, and I didn't see it. No. I saw a con. That was, the, that was deleted from Words with Friends. One of my Words with Friends tried to put the word, like, no word found. I like that word, though. I want to sign off with something. Um, it was something that I was looking for before. It, I was racking my brain who read the book. So no more heroes. Grassroots challenges to the savior mentality. That's the name of the book. Mm -hmm. By Jordan Flaherty. And um, <clears throat> maybe we should read the book too. I guess yeah, we should. Yeah. yeah. But there's two two snippets out there. When you're accustomed to privilege, equality feels like oppression. Being born with privilege, it's easy to become so used to that privilege that we think of it as natural order of things. Stepping outside of that privilege feels unnatural, but is a crucial step to challenging systems of inequality. Second, the savior mentality always looks for solutions by working within our current system, because deeper change might push us out of the picture. This focus on quick fixes is also partly a product of an outrage-oriented media. We pay attention to an issue for one day, and we want to hear that someone will be fired or arrested. If that happens, we move on. Okay. 
Don't have complacency within the culture. Keep uh, keep fighting with the fight. We're gonna get somewhere eventually. And I don't think silence is being complacent. 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 Right? Complacent. Complacent, complacent. Okay. Interchangeable, I guess. Um, while some of us can yell from the rafters, not everyone is just as anxious, but even your small everyday actions and movements will move mountains. But that's just silence. But that's what I said. Some of us are not boisterous. We don't have to be so. No, but I'm saying that what you're saying is also not, not silence. silence. Yeah. So silence is complicit because silence doesn't necessarily mean a conversation. Mm -hmm. It can be what you're doing in your everyday life. Right. That's how I see silence. Okay. Silence to me, <coughs> I mean, that can be another conversation, but silence to me is not necessarily what we're doing. Right. We can look at this as being vocal. Right. But silence can be somebody that just decided to donate. Not being silent, I should say. can be somebody that didn't tell anybody, but donated $10 mm -hmm. to Brianna Taylor's family. Right. Because that, that means that something struck a chord with you. Right. So. We'll get it right. We're on our way there. I guess so. Well, we where can they catch us? I don't know. Yep, yeah, yes, 18. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, the Facebook is the, the, the Yep, yeah, yes podcast. Um, you can catch us on Spotify. You can catch us on iTunes. You can catch the video. This video. Right now that you're watching right now, you're watching it on YouTube. And yes, 23 inches is gone. Oh yeah, right? 23 How's inches. Terrible. Really? I feel naked. What, what organization? Let the people know she did decide to donate. I year. donate every two years. And I donate to lots of life. <coughs> this year I'm actually going to be looking for someplace different. So if you know of anything, let me know. And me, let's take this down. Or you better let it flow. Where should I donate this? Do I donate? What? Oh, oh! It ain't going nowhere, girl. Stand right here. Stand right here. <laughs> Stand right here. Stand right here. Not donate. Stand right here. <laughs> anyway, goodbye. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Oh, I should stop it.